0: Hey, Daniel. Okay. So I want to welcome everybody back to the Purpose Place podcast. This is the fourth episode. Um, Today I have co-host Daniel Brown. Um, I'm going to let him tell a little bit about himself, and then we're going to jump right in.
1: Well, Simone, thanks for having me. Honored to be on your podcast. Uh, My name is Daniel Brown. I'm originally from College Park, Georgia, south side of Atlanta, and I am an activist and attorney.
0: Okay. Well, that is good to hear. So Today, we'll be talking about discipline and how it ties into our purpose. So I have a couple questions for you. Um, first, I want to know, have you fully figured out your purpose? And if so, what is that? Yeah, whoa, that's
1: a loaded question. We're starting <laughs> off we starting out big. Nah, it's fine. Um, yeah, my purpose, you know, for me, uh, you know, full disclosure, I'm a Christian. And, and so to me, you know, Jesus Christ is... You know the lord of my life so like that's a big part of my purpose to know him and to help others to know him um i also have been you know fortunate enough to be in a career field that allows me to intertwine my faith along with my passion um and that's speaking up for others and helping them uh through legal situations and helping them you know educating my clients on their legal rights in different situations um being a voice for the voiceless so to speak and so Part of part of my purpose is being an attorney, um, and then another part of my purpose is, is being an activist, you know, being in the street, making sure that I peacefully protest and represent those who, you know, who need representation the most, which, um, you know, in America, especially um, here in Atlanta, also, you know, uh, the African-American race, we, we've been marginalized a lot. So for me, you know, my purpose is intertwined with knowing God and fighting for others. You know, that's, that's how I would put it.
0: Okay. That's that's perfect. Um that's funny because I I purposely did not give Daniel any background (laughs) on what I was gonna ask him today because I did not uh, I like it to be natural because I feel like sometimes when you feed people questions then they give you the the book answer. Yeah. But really who you are will come out like on the spot. So I agree. I am the same way. Um I am a Christian myself. I always say that everyone that listens to the podcast, you don't have to be a believer. I love you the same. But yeah. that is where um, my purpose came from as well. And that's a that's a big thing. It, it kind of gives you, not kind of, it gives you the, the full guidance because we're all here for a specific reason. Absolutely. But as Christians, one of our specific reasons is showing God's love and who he has been to us mm-hmm. to others. Absolutely. Um, and that's a purpose in itself outside of whatever else God needs us to do. That I'm you. <laughs> That is a big purpose. And I think um, to be young and black and truly walking mm-hmm. um, a walk of faith, it's mm-hmm. not an easy job. It's not, it's not, um, especially when you're serious about it, when you understand that, It's a relationship between you and God, and it's not just um, rituals or religion. Like, it's a real relationship. God has expectations and guidelines and things that he has to slowly cut from you to make you how he wants you to be. And it's, it's not a game. And then, though, it's a good thing because through your learning process, then God puts people in your path. They need to learn from you, from things that he's taught you. So it's mm-hmm. it's 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 definitely just being a believer of Christ. It's it's that's purpose in itself. And it gives you it a huge purpose. Like you, you don't feel right in certain situations when you don't speak up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel right in certain situations when you shouldn't be there. So yeah. it's just it's a big thing. Yeah, um, see. my birthday just passed. Um, Oh, thank you. And I literally went out to a bar because that is what I've done for, I don't know how long. I I love to go out, celebrate, whatever, whatever. And I remember coming home because it was the day before my birthday and I was telling God, I was like, I felt so out of place. What's going on? And I was like, and so I started journaling because I was like, let me get these feelings out. Let me see what's going on because Mm -hmm. I felt bad because other people showed up for me, but I literally, I did not have a good time and I felt really out of place. And I was like, okay, well, let me sit with myself and see what's (laughs) going on. And I realized like, yeah, those places don't serve you no more. Yeah. And you're going, you're going to them from muscle memory, but that's not you no more. So move on to something else. And so, yeah, like your purpose also pulls you away from things that you may be used to.
1: That is true. That is true. I mean, I'm glad that you had the, the presence of mind to journal and, and try to figure out why you were having those feelings. I think it's also important to recognize, too, you know, it's not a matter of I have to follow Christ. I get to. You know what I mean? It's a choice. I mean, it's a choice. Yeah. And your perspective is wealth. So if someone says, I have to go to church or I have to do this or I have to do that. No, nah, I get to. Right. Because it's yep. a- you know, what I'm saying to follow the Most High. So, for me, it's not something I look at. I'm not saying you do, but just in general, I don't look at it as a burden. I look at it as a blessing. Because when I was younger, I didn't have that perspective.
0: Man, I it was something, I'll mm, tell you what, a little <laughs> different. And,
1: um, but yeah, God gives us purpose. He gives us identity and hope and peace and joy. And for me, man, I, I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: That's I 100 percent agree. It's 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 all it's, it's, it's man. It's way better on this side.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: Because I tell you, that, that guidance and that pulling and that protection,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: can't beat it. You can't beat the favor of God when you walk in step yeah. to step with him on both sides. You can't beat it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then I tell people all the time because, you know, it's funny you're talking about. I'm actually writing, you know, um, a book on purpose. And one of the things that, you know, I'm talking to people about, like, what's more important than finding the reason why you're here on earth? You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody is waiting to receive. The blessing from your obedience absolutely and and the only way they can do that is if you stay on course and and achieve your task and one of the ways to do that is you know being disciplined that's what the word disciple you know means and where it comes comes from it's discipline one
0: you know what i mean let me tell y'all something when i reached out to daniel now mind you me and daniel did not know each other prior to us meeting in like a a group setting from a mutual friend Mm -hmm. i reached Mm -hmm. out to daniel and told him i wanted him to be on the podcast and um, what it was about, of course, it's called The Purpose Place. And then he told me that he was writing a book on purpose. <laughs> I laugh because it's just funny that my purpose brought me to speak to him. And he's writing a book on purpose. Yeah. God never makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, he he kind of gives you reminders that you're walking how I need you to walk. Now keep doing it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And that was that was that was a funny reminder to me. Now, tell me before we get into the discipline part, tell me how you got to um wanting to write this book on purpose
1: so for me I, I I had to ask myself okay am I being um consistent you know am I being who I'm telling others that I am and so for me I was procrastinating with you know and pitting it off the idea of writing it subconsciously I never really thought of myself as an author right it was okay
0: always,
1: it was always oh that's someone else that's someone else um but I often get I mean people every day are asking me for advice through social media or other attorneys or family, you know, family and friends. And so I get it so often and a lot of it is the same questions Um, and not just legal advice, but just, you know, about direction in life. I have people, you know, who come to me, you know, um, and, you know, just for a counselor you know, and, and information they want to, you know, get some guidance on a particular, you know, subject it could be a career path. It could be, you know, what school should they attend or relationship advice, whatever it may be. And so for me, I was like, you know, let me just go ahead and put together a book. I think that can really identify um, people's purpose and that can provide some guidance when they come up against any type of challenges or obstacles or just questions in general, you know.
0: Absolutely. I think that that that's a dope thing because it does. It keeps you online. It keeps you mm. okay. If God gave me this direction, mm. let me write this down so this can yeah. help. Because maybe, um, oh, you're only one person. You can't answer every call. You can't respond to every message. Yeah. But that book gives them your response in totality. Yeah, yeah, yeah com- like at a whole other level. Yeah, yeah, it does, and that's why I'm
1: excited about it. You know, um, and just writing it is a process. It's not easy. <laughs> But, you know, it's, it's something that even that I'm learning to, to enjoy it
0: and um, forcing myself to be disciplined about it. Yeah. It it, it takes patience. Anything yeah. that's going to be great, it takes patience. Yep. It's never going to be microwavable. We be wanting that sometimes, but that's, ooh, that's not always how it is. Nah. So on to the subject of discipline. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, discipline is something that um, – I still work on Uh just recently. I've been working on getting myself on a discipline routine in order for me to be at the highest, um, productivity. And I know that having that routine, just getting myself used to doing the same thing, um, having a space for each thing that I need to get done is going to help me out. And I realized like, man, you will fight against your own self. I said, okay, I'm going to get up at this particular time. Mm. I'm going to my prayer in, study my Bible, and then yeah. X, Y, Z down the list. Yep. Every time that alarm goes off, I'm like, man, what, <laughs> what? what is going on? And so just recently, I was kind of able to get into the habit, but it's a, it's a fight. And that's really what discipline is. It's mm. making yourself do what you need to do, even when you don't feel like doing it. Yeah.
1: That is true. And I tell people all the time, the person that's the most disciplined is the person that can fight off laziness the best. Yep. You know, and I look at, you know, being a a former high school and collegiate athlete, I I love sports. And so I I look at people who are great in discipline, like Muhammad Ali or Michael Jordan or, you know, anyone that's disciplined in their their respective sport. Mm -hmm. In order to get to that level, obviously they have to have talent. But even if they, but if they did not have discipline, they couldn't stay at that level of performance.
0: Absolutely not, because that talent would be a waste because mm-hmm. you're not doing anything to like uh, water the talent to really make it grow to where it, it did grow for their careers. Mm-hmm. So that's that's true. When did you figure out for yourself that discipline had to be like a necessity, a part of your uh, life and your success and your work and all of that?
1: At a, at a very young age, I would probably say about five or six, and the reason I say that is, so I'm the youngest of, uh, of four brothers, and uh, no right, okay. Yeah, four brothers. <laughs> youngest of four, um, and so my parents, when we were growing up, especially my dad, more so more so my dad, we he would have us wake up early in the morning, go outside, you know, make a certain amount of basketball shots. Um, couldn't come in the house unless we hit, you know, 12 in a row, and it was just a matter of okay, you know, doing that day in and day out, and so here I am in kindergarten. You know, before I get ready to go to class, I'm outside <laughs> doing doing a three man <laughs> weed with my older brothers, just trying to keep up.
0: Let me tell know. you something. Them fathers be the one that's <laughs> it. real. Joe Jackson, uh, <laughs> that, uh, the man yeah. I forgot his name that has the two sons in the NBA. Oh, LeVar Ball. Yeah. Yes, that stuff is serious, Master P. Like all that's that's serious to instilling your kids. That's important.
1: Listen, yeah. So we had to do that. And then we, you know, just had to give us assignments. We had to read a certain amount of Bible scriptures by, by the end of the week, you know, so and it was being slowly ingrained in me,
0: yes. you know, that I had
1: to be on on my P's and Q's. I didn't understand that's what it was exactly at that time, but ultimately it was forging a spirit of discipline and it just stuck with me. And I, you know, as I grew up, you know, having to be, you know, um, at, at practice on time or having to be in study hall or having to study for an exam or. Whatever it is, the bar exam or making your workouts, whatever it is, you know, it it, it was all a, a spirit of discipline.
0: I like that uh, because sometimes you hear stories like that where the parents did not play. And mm-hmm. then once kids got to a certain age of their self, then it's like, man, I'm wilding out. I don't been under this structure for so long yeah. I'm doing what I want to do but that's dope to hear that it' stuck with you and I'm sure you weren't perfect along the way but that the majority of it is stuck with you you understood mm-hmm. like the importance of me showing up when I need to show up how I need to show up because it's gonna help me out
1: yeah and, and it wasn't even about perfection you know my my as I got older we started doing more so on our own and my dad would, would just kind of watch from the stance um, and, it, and it's not about perfection it's always it's only about progress. And if you're if you're progressing, and you're running your own race, you know that's what that's what matters. So what what's discipline for me may look you know different for you or for for those who are listening. So it just depends on you know what your definition of of, of discipline is and how it fits into your lifestyle.
0: Now that's the thing you said a gym there with the it's not about perfection. Coming from a perfectionist, I have a problem. I'm the same way.
1: I'm the same way.
0: I'm right there with. You. That is for real. Like you, you really have to know that it's about progression nobody's going to be perfect Mm -hmm. like don't let what you're seeing on social media the tv you hearing these lyrics um and that's just being mindful of what you're seeing watching and taking in anyways Mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff is feeding you false narratives that you have to realize that you're running your own race at your own speed Mm -hmm. And you're going to get to where you need to get to at your own time. The only thing that you need to make sure that. Because that's, that's really the only person that can hold you back. Yes, obstacles will happen. Yes, people will do things to you. But you are always the result of your reaction to whatever happens to you. And mm-hmm. sometimes you have to keep the blinders on. Because you could have somebody right next to you that has you feel like did laps around you. But you have to realize that's their life, Focus Mm -hmm. your life and the cards that you were dealt and make the best of it. Once you tap into I am who I am Mm -hmm. and I am great at the start line, midway and at the finish line, I'm still Mm -hmm. great because I'm working towards better every day. And people forget that. And shoot, I forget that sometimes.
1: Yeah, you have to. And if you're not careful, social media, I tell people all the time, social media is just like television. It can be used in a positive fashion or it can be used in a negative way, right? And so if you're using it to educate yourself or update people on what you're doing or things of that nature, it's great. But if you're going to use it for comparison, it's going to always be someone that has more than you. Oh, yeah. Or or is doing this or doing that. And, you know, you got to be careful not to fall into comparison, which ultimately leads to, you know, being covetousness.
0: Yep. Absolutely. It, it does. Um, It can le- lead to that. It can lead to you being depressed because you feel like you're so you're not where you want to be. And it, it's, it's just all type of different stuff. You have to be mindful of what you intake. And when you intake it, how are you interpreting it? Like, what are your thoughts? What are you mm-hmm. thinking? That's really important to be um, not only mindful of what you put in your head, but what it how is your head processing? Like, what are you thinking about? Is it turning into something negative? Is it using it as motivation? Um, you have to you have to be very self-aware of yourself. Yeah. And and that's a big part of discipline too. If yeah. you just faking yourself out and saying, Oh, yeah, you know, I'll do this later, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Attack your weaknesses that will help you with discipline. Yeah. attack the areas that you struggle in the most, because yeah. those are probably the areas that are making you be undisciplined.
1: Yeah. Yeah. you got Self-awareness is key, right? You have to recognize what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses, right? And if you fail to, to be self-aware, then you're going to believe that every single thing is a strength and you're, you're going to go out into a battle that you're not ready for. And you're going to get laid out for a 10 count. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you're thinking everything is okay. So yeah, you definitely have to be honest with yourself. You know, real with yourself, have an accountability partner, you know, as well. I think that that definitely helps with, with discipline also. Um, and, and so that can help you in the process also.
0: Yes. Having having someone that is accountable to your journey. And it doesn't have to be um, you have different accountability partners on different things. I am mm-hmm. recently just started um, the Days Ramsey financial piece to work on, like, how I manage money and stuff. Okay. and. I realized that I needed someone to kind of help assist with the accountability. So the teacher, she is a coach. Her, as well as um, one of my cousins that are really good with handling money, got them involved as well. Hello. It's people for different things. Like having someone accountable to you is very important. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you don't do it, that accountability partner can say, hey, thought you was going to the gym today. Let me see what you did. Or did you go? Something of that nature. Someone who who is serious and they care about you and they want to see you at your best.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because you're right. I mean, everyone isn't going to be an expert in everything. Right. So Some people, you know, your trainer at the gym is probably not going to be your finance person. Or your finance person may not be the person that holds you spiritually accountable. Right. On and so forth. So, yeah, you definitely have to identify those who specialize in a specific area and who have a, a proven track record of success. You know, everybody, everybody is not, you know, an expert. <laughs> it's okay to take advice from mama and them, but try to get you someone that's a licensed professional. If
0: you can, you know, yeah. that can assist. I need to repeat that for y'all in case y'all didn't hear it. Cause they <laughs> definitely said that there, please get someone yeah. who has a success track record. Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to talk about anyone. Sometimes people talk from their failures and they feel like, okay, if I would have did it this way, they're talking to you from their failures, but they still haven't had success in that area. Mm-hmm. They're telling you, oh, okay, you should handle your, your money this way, or you should try to lose weight this way, or you should um, do some real estate like this. Yeah, And yeah. they're trying to tell you from their own failures However, they have not been successful in the same area that they're telling you about. So mm-hmm. there, it is okay, too, because people do get wisdom from failure. You do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you're just telling me a way to go to kind of avoid not going wrong. But you can't tell me the rest of us. you can't tell me how to get to the yeah. finish. You only give me halfway there. So yeah. you want to talk to somebody who it's okay if they have failures, but have they had success? Mm-hmm. You don't. Yeah. You don't want to be getting someone on your team or as an accountability partner that does not have success or even in your head having casual conversation Mm -hmm. that does not have success in the areas that you're trying to have success in and see people get that confused and think that that's rude or, (laughs) you know, um, you can learn from me or whatever, whatever. You have to truly understand that every conversation isn't meant for everybody. Sometimes you got to keep stuff to yourself. Yeah, and realize right. who to have that conversation with, so those words can be watered and you really can grow.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, the Bible says a fool utters all his mind. You don't have to let every person know exactly every single thing that you're thinking.
0: That's right. That okay. is right. And for people who are like me, I, at I can't even say at one point, some things I'm still I'm still cheap about. <laughs> Guess what? Sometimes getting that advice is gonna hit your pocket. You're going to have to pay for it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, <this> is true. <laughs>
0: you got to be mindful of that. Man, quality stuff costs all across the board. You want quality, it's going to cost you. And it's nothing wrong with that because what you're getting back in return should be very valuable to you. Yeah.
1: It, it should. And that's when you have to weigh the cost. You know,
0: yep.
1: it, it, how badly do I want to know this advice? Um, you know, I see it firsthand. <laughs> Prospective clients want to keep you on the phone all day. Listen, I can give you a 30 minute consultation. I can't, you know, go beyond exactly that.
0: Exactly right. Um,
1: but it's just, I mean, you're, you're right. It, how badly do you want to know the information and, and how well will it, you know, have a positive impact on your life? You have to consider those factors.
0: Yes, that's true. That cliche, it costs to be the boss. It is not. Oh, it definitely costs to be the boss and not to say the boss in the word of being A owner or being a CEO it costs to be the boss as in a master of something Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to get some type of education some type of mentoring to do it well Mm -hmm. and to kind of skip over some hurdles because to me what makes sense is why would I go into this blind when there's somebody that's already there's somebody that's already did anything that you're trying to get better in
1: no yeah don't try to reinvent the wheel
0: (laughs) right go and find that person
1: so listen, all the time, if it's something that, you know, I, I need help with or assistance with, sometimes I reach out to more experienced attorneys. Um, they can provide me a little guidance on how to handle a particular matter on a, on a case, you know, or do different things like that. So for someone else, it could be you maybe you're a teacher, and you need to reach out to a more experienced teacher about how to deal with, you know, your students. You know, whatever field that you're in, you may need that assistance, because I guarantee you, you're not the first.
0: Oh, no. You won't be the, be the last. last. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, so tell me about a time where discipline was very, very difficult for you, and it took a lot for you to actually be disciplined in that area. Listen, I don't
1: even have to go that far back. I uh, made my school (laughs) (laughs) because my friends. It's funny. A lot of my friends like, "Oh man, you're so disciplined." This and I'm like, "Listen, man, I just kind of fight." Like I tell you, like I fight out laziness. I didn't. I didn't feel like exercising. you know, today, and my brother, being my accountability partner, was like, hey, man, you need to go ahead and do it. And then I said, you know what? Once I made my mind up that I was going to do it, regardless of how I felt, then the decision had been made that the, it was – from that point, it was just easy to do it. But at first, I didn't want to because I'm like, uh, I don't feel like exercising today. But I knew I needed to. Right. Because I didn't do it yesterday. So I don't got to go that far back just to, to, you know, think of a time where I didn't <laughs> – you know, while I was almost undisciplined. Man, it's
0: it's real. It yeah, it's is. A, it's, a it's really, really real. Discipline, it's an everyday thing, a everyday journey. It's it's real. I think that um, for me, let me see a time recently where discipline was difficult for me. Um, oh, so in the uh, finance class, just creating the Mm -hmm. budget and sticking to it like I be want to scream like okay but I'm dedicated to this class like I said okay I I started this I'm going to finish it I'm going to do exactly what I need to do Mm -hmm. and I look at that budget like oh my okay (laughs) let me just sit at home and and just chill and it's it, it helps though um yeah exactly what you said this one starts in the mind your mind controls everything else yeah. once i told myself i am dedicated to this class i will never be the same once this class is over dealing with my finances then anything that comes against that even if it's myself hey hold up mm-hmm. I, i'm dedicated to this i gotta do what i gotta do okay so <laughs> yeah giving myself a pep talk like no you can't do that that ain't a no part of the plan yeah it's
1: funny you mentioned daddy ramsey because i I my dad was pretty big on him when I was uh, coming up, and so really, to him. yeah, yeah, I'm pretty familiar with 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 a lot of his teachings and uh, seven step, you know, baby steps. And, yeah,
0: uh huh.
1: I think that's good. I think that's a good start. I listen to Anthony O'Neill a lot too, um, so he, I think he's a disciple of uh, Dave Ramsey. And one thing they always say is money is 80, percent you know,
0: um, discipline and 20 percent head knowledge. Uh, man, I'm telling you, this yeah. is it. Discipline is at the root of anything where you're successful. Yeah. In order yeah. to be successful at it, you have to be, you have to be disciplined. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. You could be mediocre and not <laughs> and not, but and even with mediocre, you have to it basically what that means is you're disciplined sometimes. So mm-hmm. discipline is still a part of that.
1: But <laughs> yeah, in order
0: to cool. be great, you have to be disciplined most of the time. Absolutely. I agree with that. Definitely most of the time. So is there anything and your five-year plan and your two-year, one-year plan where you feel like you're going to have to step your discipline up even more to get to that goal?
1: Ooh, good question. Um, one, two, five year. Uh, I would probably say, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think with, with, my law firm. So, um, I have, I've started my firm in May of 2019 and, uh, been fortunate to service, you know, a lot of clients. Um, but I'll even want to take that to a higher level. Okay.
0: Know? Um,
1: and so we, we handle family law, personal injury, and just civil litigation. So landlord tenant disputes, police brutality cases, stuff like that. Um, but in order to even be to get to the level where I want to get to, where you know I'm one of those attorneys that you turn on the television and you see, you know,
0: you see. Yeah, all- yes, the commercials and all of that. Yes. Yeah.
1: In order to get to that level, I, you know, I have to put some more hours in, you know, with the clients and certain cases that go to trial. And just, you know, polishing my, my craft, um, you know, I had to do a, uh, we had to do what we call CLEs, continued legal education courses. Um, so last week, you know, I went to a CLE, a virtual CLE. Um, one of the best trial attorney law firms, you know, put this, this uh, CLE on. And so I told yeah. myself, I was like, I got to be, you know, disciplined like them, just being consistent, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's the key. So for me, you know, in my, you know, next two to five years, I want to get to that place where I'm eventually putting on CLEs and talking about my trial experience. Um, I gotta, you know, make sure I'm consistent, disciplined, polishing my craft, and just continuing to learn.
0: Right, and discipline is a part of growth, man. You can't to expand yourself. Yeah, it's like you fine tuning that discipline. Oh, let me take this out because I don't need that. It's holding me back, mm-hmm. and that's just gets you higher um, and higher. That's really important. So, discipline um as far as your faith walk. Mm-hmm. I know there's been some things with me personally where it's just like, Lord, <laughs> your girl is trying. Yeah. I'm gonna need a little more help from you because yeah. this is this is serious. So tell me as far as like Blim, we're I feel like we're still young. Young black <laughs> men that's <laughs> <laughs> saying, hey, I'm walking with Christ, what things have you really had to like really discipline yourself and it was difficult as you transitioned from who you were prior to that relationship to mm-hmm. who you are now
1: um i would say just in general um hanging out with with certain friends or co-workers or stuff like they may want to go certain places i don't necessarily want to go um you know or or it could just be abstaining from alcohol, or it could be practicing celibacy—you know, something of that nature—where um, okay, you deny yourself, you know, for a season or for a time. Um, so I would probably say something like that. I don't have anything like not like one specific episode necessarily, but I think in general, because when you when you are outspoken about your faith or try to practice what you preach, so to speak, I think that that's when if it, it seems like more eyes are on you. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so that's when you know you want to make sure that you being consistent, you don't want to be hypocritical. Um, oh,
0: yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> as soon as you say, Guess what? Yeah. I am changed, I have changed, or you don't even have to say it, people will start noticing it. Even yeah. if you're trying to keep it on the hush hush, like I know, I know if I say it, it's gonna get live because everybody gonna be like, yeah. mm, Well, let me see, if, let me see if she do that, or let me see if he do that. Um, but yes, that has been. That has been a big thing for me as far as my um, spiritual walk. Just understanding, um, like I said earlier, man, you can't do the same things that you used to do. Um, and you have to be very aware of not even being in places with things that will tempt you to do what you don't need to do. Mm-hmm. And that that is big because there are tons of believers um, everywhere. However, sometimes in your own circle, it may be like a handful of y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, And then everybody wants to hang out. You want to have a good time. So you may not have whoever that is that's your accountability partner. Spiritually, ooh. they're like, uh-uh, Daniel. You know we don't do that. Let them have that fun. Ain't no no shade, no judgment, no none of that. But that's not what we on. Yeah. And you just there solo. You looking like, ooh. Okay, so I'm the only one here that's not on that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that sometimes is difficult. I remember realizing again through my journaling. I love some good journaling. It really helps me figure out things that a lot of my drinking was just because just to socially fit in. That's really what it was. It wasn't because I actually cared to drink or because it was just like oh yeah i just love this feeling it was just like man that's what we do <laughs> like that's yeah. what and then once i realized like yeah is but is that what you do now what's like what what's, yeah, yeah. what what is it like now and that was really that was really something for me to realize discipline wise like i can only speak for my life and who i am and Moving forward, that's been one of my biggest discipline things. Just to just not be in certain scenarios, mm-hmm. uh, scenarios and places that cause me to just go with the flow. I have to have more discipline than just going with the flow. Yeah. And I realized that that was a a weakness in my discipline that mm-hmm. I would switch to the go with the flow mode instead of switching to you no, know, I am my own person at all times. Yeah. And it's yeah. crazy because it really messed me up because I always see myself as a leader. So I was like, mm, I don't follow people, but I really started thinking about it. I was like, girl, yes, you are. What? <laughs> like, you're literally knowing, have no intentions of mm-hmm. drinking, partaking, and then you get in the atmosphere and it's just like yeah. whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. And I think also, I mean, just about the audience, right? So we've identified like a, a particular issue, right? Uh, I guess really just not falling into peer pressure or going on with the mm-hmm. crowd, right? and So I think let's identify some solutions, right? I think number one, you you can just tell your, your family or friends, you know, hey, look, this is my stance on a particular issue, um, whether it's drinking or whether it's sexual purity or whatever it may be, right, in your walk or going to church or whatever it is. Just being up front with them about, hey, this is what my stance is. And then two, telling them, hey, look, this is why, you know, this is my stance because sometimes – you know, you may be be the one to have the influence over the situation. Yes. Sometimes oh. people may not know, like, oh, this is why they don't do this. Mm-hmm. This is why they prefer not to go there. Um, so that's, those are two, you know, solutions. And then the third one, I think is just walking it out, you know, sticking it out. Um, and over time, you know, people will conform and then, you know, you can still be friends with those people, but you just may not necessarily go to those same places when you do hook up.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh. Um yeah. That's absolutely true. I think that people who truly love you, regardless if they walk the same walk of you or not, they understand and they're gonna respect your choices and your decisions. That's just like before I decided to like work on my health. I had friends um who do yoga, who are health trainers. I never knocked them. I respected what they ate, how they moved, and all of that. People who truly care and love about you they're gonna respect the things that you're trying to do to discipline yourself to whatever goal you're trying to reach or whatever walk that you're on and that's important um to know too that you you'll have support it doesn't have to be everyone in your life does not have to mirror what you have going on um that without them and that means they have to give you support they can definitely still give you support i think that those solutions were awesome solutions because really and truthfully it's a it's a day-to-day thing. You have yeah. to walk it out. Day-to-day situation to situation. And you just have to make up in your mind that this is what I want. Yeah, absolutely. This is what I want. This is what I'm going towards. And so has peer pressure ever been a thing that you had to deal with yourself personally?
1: Um not so much really um you know coming up in high school I was like the, the athlete so I didn't really worry too much about you know oh, okay <laughs> what people were thinking
0: right um yeah thankfully
1: not 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 too much really man it's like usually if I say this is why I don't do this or this is why I do that people kind of like okay that's that's Danny that's what he does so they don't really too much question just being comfortable being comfortable with who you are I think that's that's a key as well another like solution you know, that's if you're wa- if you're wavering and you're unsure, then they are gonna think, "Well, this person don't know what they're talking about." But if you're right. confident about who you are and why you're doing what
0: you do, you know, nobody's gonna dare ask you one time, and that'll be the end of it. Yep, I like that, Daniel. I like that. That's yeah. that's important. Just be whoever you are, but just make sure that's really who you are, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's where the problems come in. Don't say you one thing and your actions line up to be totally different. And not to say that. Um, we're speaking perfection because that's not possible for many of us. Correct. Um, nobody's gonna be perfect, but it's basically behind closed doors, um, out in the open, be who you say you are, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's what it is. And being who you say you are, it is that sometimes when you do have those flaws or you do mess up, you just you take that accountability and you keep pushing, yeah, and you yeah. move and you move forward from there. I just want. Uh, any other listeners to know that discipline is something that you can't skip you may want to you may want to fight scream don't want to talk about it don't want to hear about it but it is like really 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 one of the main ingredients to not only being focused on your purpose but any goal or anything that you're trying to be successful in is going to require you to be disciplined you can't skip that step absolutely absolutely you can't you can't skip that step. You see people who skip that step and they're not where they want to be right now. Yeah. And and they'll tell you. And some people are fully aware. You know, and don't be that person either. Are fully aware why they're not where they want to be. And guess what? So fully aware that they will tell you, I know if I do X, Y, Z. I'll be good. I know if I if I eliminate this habit or if I stop doing this but they have made up in their mind that they're not choosing that path mm-hmm. and that is that's tough. I've literally heard people say I want to do I want it to do XYZ mm-hmm. but because I have this certain habit that I just I'm not dropping, I can't do it. yeah never be your own worst enemy because that's wild to say that you know that there's a goal, that you want to reach and that it's obtainable you know that you can reach it like you're fully aware you're not self-doubting you know that you're capable of doing it but mm-hmm. it's something that you're doing yourself that's that you can't discipline yourself you can't stop it and you're saying hey i'm not going to do that so therefore i can't get to that higher self of where i'm trying to be that's wild. that's really being with your that's really being your own worst enemy
1: yeah yeah and i mean if it if, if you don't attain a certain level of discipline like we were saying earlier you won't be able to nine times out of ten you won't get to that mark that you're trying to reach and then that one out of ten chance that if you do get there then you won't be able to sustain it nope really won't be the success that you're looking for um and so you're right you can't have that consistent success without that consistent hard work i tell you all the time like Expecting to have success without hard work and consistency is like expecting to get paid and you didn't go to work. Right. You can't can't expect to get some type of, you know, outcome or a positive reaction or result when you didn't put it that same, you know, work in. So, yeah, I got definitely keep that in mind.
0: Yep. You gotta. You gotta consistently do something at a high level, or discipline yourself to do something where you need to do it at in order to see the results. And Sometimes, um, what we don't like to hear is that discipline and that consistency could take way longer than we expected, <laughs> it's
1: just a virtue, definitely. Yep.
0: it is, it is. And, and sometimes, patience is man, I, I the Lord really helped me with patience because, man, there's certain no, I'm not gonna have y'all laughing at me. I'll go ahead and say it. There's even <laughs> and stuff I won't cook because it takes so long. Yeah. So, I'm just yeah. like, who's going to wait for that? I don't have time. Yeah. And I and I realized that you have to really, really focus on what's going to be the end result. Mm. Quit focus on the length of the time mm. and focus on where are you getting to and enjoy the process because i know for my patients it's just like i didn't want to even be in the process i just wanted to get to where i needed to go and then when i realized that man the process is actually changing me for the better mm-hmm. the process is actually helping me to see myself i'm learning things that i didn't know along the way and that's where patience really helped me and i was just like you know what However long it takes, that's cool, because I'm going to still be what I need to be day in and day out. Uh And that's, that's something that I don't want people to forget. Enjoy the process, because, of course, we know tomorrow's not promised. So enjoy the process along the way. This one doesn't have to be cringy and Mm -hmm. oh, I just hate doing this. Enjoy the process (laughs) because you're doing it for a reason. There's something at the end that you want, so enjoy the process along the way. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, you're right. Like, it doesn't have to be something that is
0: um, uh,
1: that you don't enjoy that you hate. You know, think of the outcome. Remind yourself along the way. You know, of what what the outcome will be. You know, that can that's always good to remind yourself of, of. you know, what you ultimately want. So if you're working hard to buy a car, you know, think about the type of car you want. If it's a, if it's a you know, Lamborghini, you know, you're going to put in a lot of hard work. Think about yourself driving that Lamborghini. whatever. That's right. Envision yourself. Yeah. It could be a house. It could be whatever, whatever it may be, you know, and then ultimately you're right. Discipline does make you, you make, it makes you better. It makes you tougher. It makes you stronger and it will help you out in the long run.
0: Absolutely. That's true. And you just said something, you have to give yourself things to think back on when the discipline does get tough. When you do have the days, like you said you had, where I don't want to go to the uh, the gym. So yeah. that brings me to my next question. Do you have a why that you kind of anchor yourself back onto um, on different things when it's uh, difficult to be disciplined or on certain things? Like, do you have a why where it's just like, man, no matter what, I got to do it because of X, Y, Z?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have a why. I mean, my, my why um, is walking in my purpose, right? And then when I walk in my purpose, I'm pleasing to God. And then the, a corollary to that as a byproduct, I'm, I'm able to, to bless people, whether it's my family, my friends or, you know, um, clients. You know, so for me, that's knowing my why, like being obedient and being disciplined helps me walk in my why. You know what I'm saying? Because please, being pleasing to God, like okay, that's great. I, I, I know there's no better place to be than to be in the will of God, in my opinion. So if you're in a position where you can say, "Hey, I was," I, I gave it my best effort today, and I did this and I did that. You know, hey, I can I can rest easy at night. You know what I mean? And so for me, I have to remind myself of that why. You know,
0: that's man, you said spot on. You have you have to have those things that anchor back on. I think that um, similar to what you said. Number one is that um, I'm living this life to live again, and that that's the why that's at the top. Like I know that I'm going to be held accountable for everything that I did down here, and yeah. I always tell people I want to leave here on empty. I want to leave here have giving this world the most of me, how God would want me to give it of me, and that when it's it's my time to ride out, like it's cool because. I did what God wanted me to do. I've set up my children, if there's going to be more than my child and (laughs) (laughs) my grandchildren all that. Like that, those are the things that I anchor back on is that this is not just for me. Like, I'm not just doing this for me. It's for Mm -hmm. my family, my friends, shoot, strangers that I don't know, because Mm -hmm. I know that. If I stay on this journey and get to these places that I know God's going to take me to, I'll be able to bless those people who've been with me the whole ride, strangers that just may need it. I know that someone's blessing is tied to me doing what I need to do.
1: Yeah. And that's key because, and I think that's a gem right there because your obedience will affect not just you, but it can affect others. You know what I mean? And I mean, that. So think about. Moses, right, if you want to use a biblical example. Moses was obedient to God, right? He had to go to Pharaoh and say, let my people go. Moses was like, hey, who do I need to tell him sent me? Because they're going to laugh at me. I stutter. You know, I murdered someone in the past. I'm unfit for this position, right? How, how am I going to leave so many people?
0: Right.
1: And, but if he was disobedient and didn't do it, who knows if, if the children of Israel would have gotten out of Egypt. Maybe they would have. Maybe God would have used someone else. We'll, we'll never know. But the point is it wouldn't have happened when and how it did if this right. disobedient. You know what I'm saying?
0: Who knows? Those people may have been in bondage for the next 10, 15 years if he wasn't <laughs> obedient. And that's and that's true. And using that particular story mm-hmm. was was awesome because what you said was some big things. Like, listen, obedience doesn't mean that you're you're uh particularly perfect or not perfect that you have all of the attributes of where you're trying to go do not let that hold you back because there's been so many people that started that don't look the particular look the society may say they don't have the accolades society may say that you need um, all type of things that could have happened in their past that doesn't meet okay yeah you shouldn't be going after that because of xyz Still go after it. Never let that stop you from, first of all, if you are walking a walk of faith, being obedient to God, and if that's something that you don't um, do, never let it stop you from reaching the goals that you're trying to reach. Your differences, the things that you have been through, um, the things that you don't want to talk about, the things that you feel like are the worst of your appearance, or whatever, those will be the very things that draw people to you. Mm-hmm. It be the very thing that people need to hear from you. Like that's your lane, that's your thing. People yeah. run so far away from the things that has happened to them. They don't understand it happened to you specifically for a reason. Yeah. And not a negative reason, actually a positive reason. It's going to be. It not only is it going to help you, but it's going to help somebody else too. Yeah.
1: And you'd be surprised a lot of people that don't have the courage to necessarily stand up you know, or doesn't have the discipline to do what they know they need to do. They admire the fact that you do. Yeah. You know, they may say they may not depending on your relationship with them, but I guarantee you one thing, if you're doing it, they'll see it.
0: Oh, absolutely. And you've never, you never know. You said it. you never know who you're helping be, become who they need to be. Mm-hmm. You never know. You absolutely. I'm sure that there's someone that has looked at you and said, man, I could really be a lawyer. Like, oh. <laughs> Daniel looks like me. So I oh. know I could do it. Or he comes from the same side of town as me. Or yeah. if they know you on a personal level, he's dealt with XYZ. Mm-hmm. Man, I know I can do it too. And yeah. that's that's serious. You you just never know what you live in your life the way God needs you to live it. Stay in discipline, being attentive to yourself, like mm-hmm. how that's affecting people that you don't even know. Are people yeah. that you do know that just won't say anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize my dad used to always say, if you don't think somebody is watching you, do something they don't think you should do, you know. Um, and they, they'll let you know. Um, and you, you never know who may be. Because some people, you're going to have kids, it could be kids, some of them the next generation that could be watching you that's, that is, is just watching from afar. They may not have the opportunity means to tell you, uh, but you did have that positive influence on them and years later they'll tell you because it's, it's happened to me you know people have told me you know years later about something that I did I forgot all about I didn't even know I was having a positive impact on them you know
0: and that's the yeah that's a that's a beautiful thing and and sometimes you need those reminders that you are walking that walk and that things that you have done are still leaving footprints in people's lives mm-hmm. and that's that's a, a, a awesome thing So as we kind of close here, so every time I have a male co-host, I ask them to give a man minute. So basically is you speaking to our male audience and giving them some type of advice or something that they can take with them to kind of resonate on.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I would just say, I mean, today's conversation has so many gems in it. And, and I would say for those who are listening, if you can really decide in your mind, Like, that's where it starts. Mind tells the body what to do. So, you know, even the scripture says, so a person thinks, so are they. So if you're listening to this, make up in your mind. Step one is to say, hey, I'm going to be better at X, whatever that is for you. You know, it could be your diet. It could be finances. It could be exercise. It could be, you know, um, getting a promotion, a career path. It can just be restoring a relationship, whatever it it may be. If you make up in your mind as step one, that this is the direction that I'm going to go down then everything else will fall into place. And then two, after you made up in your mind, come up with a written plan, you know, write out your plan. You know, it could be a one-year plan, a two-year plan, depending upon what you want to accomplish, you know, decide, hey, this is what I'm going to do. So write out that plan. And then the last part, just be disciplined enough to be consistent to execute it. So number one, make up your mind. Number two, write out a plan. And number three, execute that plan.
0: I love it. I love it. So is there anything else that you feel like you want to get out and speak about on discipline?
1: Um, we said a lot today. I think that's, that's the bulk of it. I'm, I'm going to have a, uh, a little bit more to say about it in my book. <laughs> um, so know.
0: when do you think, oh, what's your estimated date for the book to release?
1: Well, I, I'm looking at May um, of uh, 2022. Okay. Um, so that's when I started back writing it. So I wanted to give myself a, um, at least a year. Um, you know, with everything I got going on, different organizations and stuff like that. So, God willing, it'll be in May of 2022, um, but I got to be disciplined.
0: <laughs> that's right. And let me tell y'all something so y'all can have it on record. I'm going to buy Daniel's book, and then I, we're going to do a podcast where I review it with you on the podcast. I okay. think it's going to be dope because I think what yeah. you're doing is dope. I think that's that's great. That's um, phenomenal. You have been a great co-host today. You really... I like how you are intentional with giving the audience great um, information, but then making sure it gets to a point and Mm -hmm. gives them something that they can use that's practical. So that's, that's always important. And I really enjoyed this conversation. I hope all of you enjoyed the conversation. This is concluding episode four. I hope that you go with peace and love and just remember that We're all on this, our particular journeys, but we are all in this together. And again, thank you, Daniel, so much for being my co-host today.
1: Thank you for having me. Keep up the great work, too,
0: Siobhan. All right. Well, thank you. And I'll see you all next time on season four. I'm sorry, on episode five.